nine heavily armed FBI agents storming my home at six o'clock in the morning to uh, arrest me for uh, a non-existent crime of lying to cover up Russian collusion that we now know based on the Durham report never actually existed. So uh, the theme of your new film is very, very real to me. Uh, let's talk about it. We have a teaser, we have a trailer, but I'm going to let you lead the way here. Uh, this, I think, just having seen what little I have seen, without any question, the most important film that you have made yet. I think it is as well. Uh, you know, I came to the United States in 1978 as a teenager, as an exchange student, and I was sort of delighted by the abundance of America. I was delighted by the opportunity that America offered to someone like me. But most of all, I was uh, delighted by the basic freedoms, uh, you know, enumerated in the Bill of Rights, uh, the freedom of speech, of conscience, the right to assemble, to petition the government for uh, grievances, uh, equal justice and equal rights under the law. And these rights are not supposed to be up for political negotiation, right? Which I mean, even majorities are not allowed constitutionally to trample on these rights. And so fast forward a generation and here we are, and every single one of these rights is under real assault. And that's what gave me the idea to make a film called Police State, raising the question, are we moving in the direction of becoming a police state. I mean, when we look at police states around the world, look at their defining features, mass surveillance, censorship. Police states tend to be one-party states. They might allow elections, but they don't allow effective opposition. Um, they have ideological indoctrination in schools and the media. They have political prisoners. And I say, wow, all those features, all those characteristics are now manifestly present right here in this country. Uh, you make an excellent point. Uh, let's run the uh, teaser if we could. Thank you. 
American citizens that couldn't go to church on Sunday. For the first time in my life, I'm saying to myself, am I going to get a knock at the door? FBI warrant, come to the door now! The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. These individuals have commissioned the biggest propaganda play in U.S. history. They don't go after the people that rigged the election. They go after the people that want to find out what the hell happened. We don't need to have a crime. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! Our focus is shifting. Our main priority as a bureau is going to be domestic terrorism. It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. Wow. We, we apologize for some of our technical issues there, but still powerful filmmaking uh, nonetheless. Uh, have you... Uh, have you, Dinesh, been criticized for overly dramatizing the situation by those on the left? No, the film is is new, um, and they no one's really seen it yet. It comes out um, toward the end of this month. We have we bought out hundreds of theaters. Uh, we're showing the film in the theater on October twenty third and twenty fifth. And then we have a virtual premiere on Friday, October 27th, where if you can't make it to the theater, you can watch at home. And all the tickets are at policestatefilm.net. That's the website, policestatefilm.net. Um, the film is, is understated in the sense that there are really two types of people featured in the film. The first is people who are whistleblowers, uh, informants, people who have seen the police state up close. They know how it works. And the other are ordinary citizens who have felt the hot breath of the police state, or as Orwell says, the boot stamping on a human face. And we have their testimonies, sometimes with live footage that they took of, um, that was taken at the time of FBI raids. Other times we recreate the footage with clinical accuracy. So this is a riveting film. It's gonna be very hard to criticize because it's describing the things that are happening in America today. So what you're saying is in even those instances where there is dramatization, it is based very tightly on what actually happened. Uh, folks, you may have been among those who wished after the fact that they had gotten their tickets for 2,000 mules. Uh, so please order your tickets for police state now. You don't want to be in that position again. I think this is going to be one of the most important films uh, of the decade you do not want to miss out. Uh, we put that up on the screen for you, policestatefilm.net, uh, where you can get your tickets now. Uh, let's drop back if we can, uh, and we'll come back to Police State. But um, uh, first, let me congratulate you on 2000 Mules. It was one of the most impactful films uh, of this decade. Uh, it is amazing the way the left has sought to debunk what I think is undebunkable in that film. Well, if you think about it, the film relied on, not on speculation, not on guesswork, not even on anomalies, certainly not on affidavits. 
but rather two distinct lines of evidence. Cell phone geotracking, which is extremely reliable. In fact, there's probably not a murder case, maybe not a burglary in the country today in which the authorities go, don't go and do cell phone geotracking to say, this is the suspect. This is when he went to Walmart and bought the, the rope. This is when he cased out the joint. This is when he entered the apartment. And then of course, the other type of evidence we used also very hard to dispute surveillance video and not my surveillance video, but surveillance video taken by the states themselves. And so when you put these two independent lines of evidence together, you get a very powerful form of proof that was offered in the movie. Uh, ironically, I think that the reason we didn't have more law enforcement action after that movie is because Republicans, so many people on the Republican side are nervous, if not scared, if not intimidated about this topic. And even they tried to look the other way. Yeah, that is uh, our biggest problem today. Our problem is not the, uh, the Marxist hard left. We know where they're coming from. We know what their agenda is. Our problem are the feckless, uh, gutless, weak-kneed, uh, lily-livered, spineless, uh, white wine-swilling uh, establishment Republicans who I think forgot why they got into politics uh, to begin with, uh, who are, are there to either line their pockets and the pockets of their friends uh, or for the perks of office and the prestige of office, but they just don't seem to have any belly for the fight. Uh, all I'm asking is they fight legally, but the same way Democrats do. Uh, there were no compunction by House Democrats to subpoena members of Trump's uh, inner circle to the House uh, Intelligence Committee when they had control uh, of the Congress and they were seeking to push the Russian collusion hoax. Uh, there was no compunction to uh, subpoena witnesses to the January 6th uh, committee uh, as bogus as that committee, as unbalanced as that committee was, yet still, despite the mountain of evidence, uh, I'm still waiting for uh, a subpoena for Hunter Biden or Jim Biden or Naomi Biden or, dare I say it, Joe Biden himself. There's more than enough grounds to, uh, to justify that. Uh, but the Republicans, in some cases, don't even put these shocking records that they have uncovered on the public record. The one exception to that is Congressman Jason Smith, who I think's done a, an excellent job. So it is um, uh, hopefully your film, this film, uh, will put uh, some, uh, some steel in the backbone uh, of the Republicans. There's no point in winning an election. There's no point in having uh, at least the lower house of one of the three branches uh, if you aren't going to use it for the legitimate purposes of oversight uh, and uh, obviously controlling the purse strings. Uh, let's go back to uh, to a police state uh, if we have that trailer and hopefully we've solved our audio problem. Let's uh, run that. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Chief Division Counsel and DOJ have approved a no-knock breach. We want the subject to be on display, doing the walk of shame, full visual impact. Any questions? Are we becoming a police state? 
government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. I've never seen anything like it. It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. FBI warrant, come to the door now! There's a heavy banging at my door. Open up! It's 15 marked units on my property. I got SWAT in the back of my house. It took a battering ram to my door. 6 a.m. I hear boom, 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 and hear about six to eight military-style soldiers with the tallest one of them pointing an automatic rifle at my head. FBI, we have an arrest warrant! Shock you out of sleep, drag you out of your house half-clothed, refuse to give you a warrant, ransack your house. Now I'm facing 15 years in federal prison for doing nothing other than exercising my right to free speech. I had no reason to be attacked. I hope that you remember Matt's name and the role you played in killing him. How did we give the state this kind of power? 9-11 changed everything. We're going to expand the Bureau from law enforcement to domestic intelligence. Legal shackles are now off. It used to be Islamic terrorism. That threat has kind of dissipated. Our focus is shifting. They're moving to domestic extremists. It really paints anybody who's right of center. What we need is a person to look at. And then we go find out what crime you did. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. The demand for domestic terrorism vastly outstrips the supply. When candidate Trump came down the escalators, the government had a meltdown. We are going to drain the swamp. We'll see about that. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. Google literally rewrote their news algorithm based upon what Trump was doing so that they could get this guy. You just take out the word Russiagate and you put in COVID origins. You take out COVID origins and you put in Hunter Biden's laptop. You take that out and you put in January 6th. It's the replicated play from the deep state and their partners in the media. They're not just deplatforming you. They are trying to throw people in prison. If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Hands on your head! These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech! Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. Police State. Exclusively in theaters, October 23rd and 25th. Tickets sold only on policestatefilm.net. Wow, that is extraordinarily powerful. It makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up, having been subjected to some of that uh, myself. Uh, Dinesh, you're always a man with a plan. This isn't uh, about making money for you, certainly, although we wish you that. We're capitalists. What, in the larger sense, do you hope to achieve? Well, I'm making this film really for all kinds of people, but two kinds of people uh, in particular. Uh, one is a guy who says, in effect, I'm not Donald Trump. Uh, I didn't go in the Capitol on January 6th. I'm a law-abiding fellow. And so I don't care if you look at my bank accounts, surveil me, do whatever you want. I have nothing to fear. The FBI will never come storming through my door. And I want to convince that guy, you could not be more wrong. Uh, the second type of guy I want to talk to specifically is, you mentioned the Republicans, and some of them, of course, have um, they have economic interests and they are sort of knee deep or waist deep in the swamp. 
But there are a lot of Republicans who just don't realize that they're not living in Reagan's America anymore. Uh, and they cannot take their basic liberties for granted. And so they're not in the position of someone in a in a comfortable, well-protected town where they can say, yeah, there's some bad guys around, but the cops are on our side. So we don't want to be like the bad guys. Uh, we're better than that. We are men of principle and we are we're not going to resemble our adversaries, which is how a lot of Republicans these days talk. Uh, but I'm trying to convince those Republicans that they're more like the kind of people who went out and covered wagons out west. And you've got a bunch of outlaws who are encircling your ranch and they want to burn down your homestead and rape your wife and take your kids. And then if you say something like, well, listen, I'm not going to go get my gun because I don't want to be like the bad guys. I don't want to fight them with their own weapons. I'm better than that. I'm a man of principle. I'm going to write a strongly worded op-ed. I mean, that shows that you have no grasp of the situation around you. So part of this film is a way of showing you that this is not the same country that Reagan inhabited 50 years ago. Our situation is much more precarious and we need to be much more vigilant in protecting our basic liberties. Uh, at the same time, I think it is uh, a key point uh, of the plan of those to oppose us to goad us into senseless violence or illegality, the so-called false flag. There is no greater danger. So while America is in a very dark time, I think people have to check themselves very carefully to be sure that they are not goaded into doing stupid, harmful, destructive things that can only then be used to destroy them. Uh, just because our adversaries violate the Constitution uh, and the law does not mean that we should or can. Uh, I think that is a, a vital argument, uh, particularly as I think people are getting more and more upset uh, about this tsunami of lawfare that's being waged against the leading candidate for president of the United States. Uh, I'm a veteran of 13 national Republican presidential campaigns going all the way back to Richard Nixon. What I'm seeing today is unthinkable. It, it just, it, it boggles the mind. In essence, uh, at least in two of these jurisdictions, Donald Trump uh, is being prosecuted uh, because he exercised his First Amendment right to question the anomalies and irregularities in the outcome of a federal election, which I believe he has an absolute right to do. Uh, he's being prosecuted because evidently some of his allies sought to collect documentation of those anomalies and irregularities. Uh, it, it seems to me, and I'm not a lawyer, but that in both cases, both in uh, Fulton County and in DC, the government's claim is that Trump knew, he knew uh, in his heart and in his mind that he had lost and then conspired with others to hang on to power. I don't think he ever thought that. I don't think he thinks it now. I don't think he thought it then. Uh, how they prove his state of mind remains to be seen, but I can tell you in DC, uh, it's very difficult for anyone who is uh, not a uh, liberal Democrat or uh, more precisely anyone who's a free thinker or a Trump supporter or a Republican to get a fair trial. And that is just a, a sad fact. Yeah, it certainly is. And look, um, you know, had they had they made a single charge against Trump, look, he you know, he got these classified documents. He should have turned them in. He held on to them pugnaciously or stubbornly. And so this is a violation of law. We could look at it. 
But just the fact that there are 91 plus charges against this guy in multiple jurisdictions, it's very obvious they're using a shotgun approach. Uh, if we don't get him with this pellet, we're going to get him with that one. If we can't get him in D.C., we'll get him in Florida. If it doesn't work in Florida, maybe in Georgia. If not in Georgia, maybe in New York. If we can't get him on a criminal matter, let's wreck his businesses. I mean, this is also transparently obvious. And then you step back and you realize every police state is a one-party state. Now, this is not to say that one-party states don't have elections. China has elections, Iran has elections, but the elections are with candidates very often hand-picked by the regime or candidates who don't offer serious opposition to the regime. And I think that is what's going on in this country. The big picture is that a massive attack on democracy is occurring by people who claim to be defending democracy and protecting democracy. And, and one of the features of our police state, and maybe a distinguishing feature, is it marches behind the banner of law and democracy and truth. They say things like, well, we're not going after Donald Trump, Dinesh. We are just trying to make the point that no one is above the law. And no, we're not trying to censor or shut down people. We just want to fight for truth and correct misinformation and disinformation. And no, we're not trying to eliminate the leading candidate of the opposition party. He's a threat to democracy. So we have to do this to save democracy. So look at the way in which tyranny is not marching under its own name, but under the certificate of freedom and law and truth and democracy. Yeah, nobody uh, is uh, above the law unless it's those who perpetrated the Russian collusion hoax on the American people uh, and who abused their power to use the full authority of the United States government and the incredible capability of our intelligence agencies with no probable cause and no evidence uh, to uh, approve FISA warrants, uh, to uh, appoint a special counsel, uh, and to basically try to take down a duly elected president. Uh, those people are above the law. They will not be held responsible because the special counsel who conducted the investigation and whose final report confirms everything I just said um, took five years to do so, so that none of those involved in this plot uh, will be prosecuted. Uh, but uh, the most egregious part of this is that CIA Director John Brennan, uh, former uh, NSA Director Dr. James, uh, pardon me, General James Clapper, uh, not only will they not be prosecuted, they have now been appointed to an intelligence oversight board by the Secretary of Homeland Security, which is like a, a thumb in the eye to uh, Donald Trump. Uh, it, it, you can't make this stuff up. It's extraordinarily hard to swallow. Uh, let's put up that graphic one more time where people can see uh, how to get their uh, advanced tickets for this powerful and necessary film, uh, Police State. There you go. It is a policestatefilm.net. Uh, again, tell us how this is going to roll out, Dinesh. Um, the theaters are October 23rd and 25th, um, and Police State Film is the only place to get tickets. You can't get tickets from Fandango, and don't try to get them at the theater. Buy them from the website. Uh, October 27th, virtual premiere out of a fantastic studio in Las Vegas. We'll screen the film, followed by a live Q&A with me and Dan Bongino. 
And it's all for the price of a movie ticket. And those tickets also on the website, policestatefilm.net. Later, the film will be available for streaming and DVD. So there are going to be many ways to watch the film. But if you want to be one of the first to watch the film, act now and go to the website. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you to Dinesh D'Souza, a great patriot, a great friend, for joining us today in the Stone Zone to talk about this vitally important film that you do not want to miss. Thank you, my friend. My pleasure. Uh, all right, folks. Um, that was powerful filmmaking, as you could see. I'm still, uh, uh, I'm, my mind is still boggled by Hillary Clinton's statement that anyone who disagrees with her uh, uh, is uh, is essentially a cultist, and they need to be deprogrammed. This is this harkens back to when she said that we were a basket of deplorables. Uh, Denigrating the the supporters of your opponent does not seem terribly uh, American uh, to me. Folks uh, who wonder how I have uh, stayed alive this long uh, would be well to check out my book, A Stone's Rules. Stone's Rules uh, is uh, a, a book I wrote that are essentially the things that I have learned in a 45-year career in the public arena. And I'm proud to say that it has uh, an introduction uh, by my good friend, Tucker Carlson. You can get your uh, autographed uh, copy of Stone's Rules by going to stonesrulesbook.com. That's stonesrulesbook.com. Now, uh, this is kind of like uh, Sun Tzu's The Art of War or Machiavelli's The Prince. It's a little lighter than that. Uh, it's not a terribly political book, although it certainly reflects on some of my political experiences. Uh, but it, uh, whether your chosen field is uh, tech or politics uh, or government uh, or agriculture or retail or entertainment, uh, I think that there are excellent lives lessons for you in this book in terms of uh, how to be successful in life. So again, Stone's Rules uh, with an introduction by my good friend Tucker Carlson. Uh, and uh, you can get that by going to stonesrulesbook.com. And it would be my great privilege to uh, sign and personalize a copy for you. Uh, please uh, check that out today. I think uh, you will enjoy it. While, you, while you're at it, uh, we have now completely revamped StoneZone.com. That's my home base. Uh, that is uh, where I publish uh, my uh, written pieces, uh, videos, including uh, everything that appears here uh, at, uh, at Lindell TV One or, or at Rumble. Uh, also, my WABC radio shows, which now has moved from three to five in the afternoon to four to six in the afternoon. You can hear that at wabcradio.com, but you can find it all by going to stonezone.com. You see it right there across the bottom of the screen, stonezone.com. Subscribing is absolutely free. Uh, we'd be very, very happy to have you. There you have it, stonezone.com. So subscribe and you will get a regular notification every time we post something new and interesting, whether it is uh, an audio. I did a great interview 
with the great Lou Dobbs, which has just uh, been posted. Uh, but you can also see uh, this show, uh, for example, later today uh, and yesterday's show uh, and so on. We're also, uh, I must remind you, uh, brought to you by the great folks at MyPillow.com. If you read the news, then you know that the folks at MyPillow and Mike Lindell are under attack from the media uh, and from some of the voting machine companies. Mike Lindell is a a warrior. He's a a fine Christian gentleman. Uh, He is very clearly in need of our help. Uh, And therefore, um, you can help us here at the Stone Zone. You can also help this great American patriot, Mike Lindell, by going to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. And when you do, I ask you to use a promo code STONE. Now, uh, if you saw that great deposition that Mike Lindell gave uh, a couple weeks ago, where some uh, smart-ass left-wing lawyer accused him of selling lumpy pillows, Well, there's no greater insult you can make about Mike Lindell. Trust me, folks, I have bought his pillows for years, and they're anything but lumpy. Uh, His new product, uh, MyPillow 2.0, is the most revolutionary uh, and uh, interesting pillow he's brought to the marketplace. That's because the new uh, MyPillow 2.0 employs a uh, proprietary cooling technology, which is woven into the pillow that ensures that the pillow remains cool to the touch throughout the evening, throughout the night. Mike Lindell himself has taught us that the best night's sleep that you could possibly get is based on height and temperature. Well, this addresses the temperature question. Uh, while you're at uh, at it, there's a very special offer. Originally, you can see uh, my pillow went for $89.98 for one pillow, and Mike Lindell threw in a second. Uh, but now he has a four-pack special uh, that is uh, now four pillows for $99.98. Originally, an offer of $259.92. So please go to mypillow.com and check that out. While you're there, I have to recommend the My Pillow dog beds. Yes, uh, Mrs. Stone and I are animal lovers. We have had in our almost 40-year marriage nine Yorkshire Terriers. There's uh, Mimi and Peewee, uh, our brood today, luxuriating in their My Pillow dog bed. I want to thank all those people who see this picture uh, and send us by email or text. Uh, pictures of their pets, uh, it's very heartening. Jesus loved the animals. We love the animals. And uh, you should uh, consider the uh, MyPillow dog bed. Now, they come in three sizes, small, medium, and large. Small is $19.99. Uh, the medium with promo code STONE, $39.99. And the large, normally $139.98, Uh, is a low, low $69.99. If you're going for the dog beds, and I recommend them for either dogs or cats, well, then I have to recommend the MyPillow pet blankets. The pet blankets uh, will keep uh, your pets uh, warm at night. Uh, I like to turn down the temperature. Mrs. Stone and I do. Uh, We like a little chilly at night uh, for the best night's sleep. Uh, But uh, our dogs often like to sleep on top of the covers, and therefore we cover them with their MyPillow pet blankets. 
So uh, I strongly recommend those to you. Again, they come in small, medium, and large. Uh, also a special size for the car. Please go to MyPillow.com. And when you do, use promo code STONE for deep discounts uh, on all of these great products. Mike Lindell needs our help as never before. Uh, Mrs. Stone and I can use your help as well. Please uh, make yourself uh, 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 take advantage of the advent of the great opportunities at mypillow.com and do it today. Once again, use promo code Stone. All right, we have a, a special segment that we call the Rolling Stones. Uh, this uh, features my adopted nephew Alex Stone. Uh, there you see him. There are the Rolling Stones. Uh, and Alex Stone joins us now. Roger, thank you so much for having me on. I remember at the very beginning of the episode, you said it was Casual Friday, and I am nothing uh, but ca I am not casual whatsoever. And I think this is the first time that I could ever say that I'm better dressed than uh, Roger Stone. Um, another product that they have on MyPillow.com is these Mike Lindell bobbleheads, uh, which I just got the other day. So use promo code STONE uh, for that, and you can get yourself your own Mike Lindell uh, bobblehead. Roger, I want to say that that first segment was uh, phenomenal. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the movie Police State. And while we were watching that trailer and I was watching that segment, I, I turned my camera off to uh, refrain from distracting uh, Dinesh. Then I you know, left the, my room to get a book that I, that I own, and it's called Socialism Under the Microscope. It's written by Dr. Rodney Howard Brown and uh, Paul Williams. And so it talks about socialism, talks about communism, and, and you know, really their tactics that they have, that they want to implement into every society all over the world. And uh, they have uh, quite a few tactics, and I'm just going to read some of them, uh, and, and I want to hear your observation on, on what you think about these. But these tactics are, number one, the creation of racial offenses. Uh, number two, continual change to create confusion. Number three, the teaching of sexual deviance to children. Number four, the undermining of institutional authority. Uh, number five, the promotion of mass immigration to destroy national identity. Number six, the promotion of excessive drinking. Number seven, the emptying of churches by the promotion of secular humanism. Number eight, an unreliable legal system with bias against victim, victims of crime. Number nine, the expansion of public welfare programs. Number 10, the cultivation of a left-wing media. And number 11, the undermining of the family as the basic unit of society. Now, I read this and I see exactly what is going on in the United States of America today. And I believe that we as Americans need to stand up against this or we're going to lose our country to the grips of socialism, to the grips of communism, or as our mutual friend Doug Billings calls it, commu-socialism, a mixture of communism and socialism. Uh, uh, Roger, what do you think about these 11 tactics that communists want to implement into societies? Uh, I think you are right uh, on the money. I'm, I have to kind of shield my eyes from your jacket uh, a little bit. I must say that uh, that's pretty jazzy. Uh, maybe you should take me clothing shopping with you next time. Uh, but I'm glad to see you dressed up and, you know, dress good, feel good. Uh, uh, I think you look great, and I appreciate your making the effort. Uh, on Fridays, I usually pre-tape portions of my Sunday 
uh, WABC radio show. I ran kind of late today, which is why I'm in my Fight Like Flynn t-shirt. But uh, I'm glad that you are holding up the sartorial end of the Rolling Stones uh, partnership. Uh, I think you have put your finger on exactly what's happening in America. What surprises me is how clearly you and I can see it. Uh, And uh, our circle of friends can see it, but so many Americans don't see it. Perhaps it is the the frog boiling slowly in water phenomena where the the encroachment on our rights uh, and the uh, cultural changes uh, are, they're steady, but they're so incremental that people don't see them uh, right away. Do you think that's the problem? Uh, I think so. I think as far as the higher up elitists uh, portion of this, I think they do realize it, but I think they quite frankly just don't care. Um, I I think what is going on is a blind, uh, people have been blindsided uh, for so long by everything that is going on uh, that they have refused to see it. They have refused to try to see it uh, because of how they grew up or what was going on when they grew up. And now we're living in this day and age that they they haven't even realized what is actually going on. Um, uh, Roger, I want to mention what is going on with President Trump's situation uh, right now. About an hour ago, Eric Trump put on his uh, um, X account, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, he said, we thank the appellate division for uh, stopping the New York Attorney General's and Judge Ingoron's uh, overzealous attempt to cancel our New York business certificates. Judge Ingeron ordered erroneously uh, sought to adjudicate the rights of non-party businesses, business entities that employ nearly 1,000 hardworking New Yorkers, have never been accused of any wrongdoing, and never were given their day in court in clear violation of the fundamental constitutional rights and due process. We will continue to vigorously defend and com- and uh, our company and our incredible employees from this politically motivated persecution, the Trump Organization. Then uh, DC Drano, Rogan O'Hanley, he uh, retweets that and says, New York Appeals Court stops Judge Ingeron's uh, ruling that forced Trump Organization to cancel business certificates and appoint receivers. Uh, Civil trial can still proceed. This is a very humiliating uh, ruling for uh, A.G. James and Judge Ingron. You know, what we see here is exactly the police state, but thankfully, for some reason, there are courts that are against this uh, police state that we see uh, right now. And, uh, you know, I've been watching the videos from uh, the New York Attorney General, um, and and it seems as if she doesn't really believe that the things that she's saying, uh, that this really is a witch hunt because that's what she ran on. She ran on getting President Trump out of office. And so, you know, they've thrown this thing at the wall. They've thrown that thing at the wall and none of it has ever worked. Uh, but they're trying this business thing, trying to get rid of his businesses, even though he has done more for New York than anyone in a long time. This is a police state. It is evil. It is corrupt. It is wicked. I do believe that some Americans are waking up to it. Even liberals are waking up to it after so much of this witch hunt has gone forward, Roger. Yeah, I think the president himself was extraordinarily effective uh, in those uh, uh, in between court proceedings when he came out and addressed the media. You could see that he was angry 
as angry as I've ever seen him, but he was still very tightly uh, in control. Uh, and I think to most Americans, the decision, the verdict before the trial seems un-American. It seems like Alice in Wonderland. Uh, the idea that he's not entitled to a jury trial. By the way, there's a story floating around that uh, he wasn't entitled to a jury trial because one of his lawyers uh, failed to check a box on some form. That is, I checked it out completely and totally incorrect. Uh, he is technically, at this juncture, not entitled to a jury trial uh, because the, of the specific law under which Attorney General James brought this action. Uh, but even that question uh, is appealable. So, um, uh, and New York State allows an interlocutory appeal. So I, I have thought that this was a political hit job designed to uh, to uh, uh, drain his financial resources, to pay lawyers, to force him to uh, interrupt the campaign schedule instead of being in Iowa or New Hampshire or South Carolina or Nevada, he, he was stuck for several days in New York, uh, and then to further blacken his name, which in this particular case, I think backfired very badly. I think to most Americans, this looks unfair. This looks un-American. Uh, and then you get down to the subjective question of evaluating, you know, these these incredible pieces of real estate uh, when uh, the banks who were lending him money and by the way, made millions of dollars in interest payments, uh, had their own legal counsel, uh, their own appraisers. That's the way business is normally done. Uh, there's no victim here. Who is the victim? The banks weren't defrauded. Uh, the banks got paid in full and they made money. Uh, and they went into each one of these transactions with legal advice and with their eyes wide open. So it is, uh, it is big government run amok. Uh, and uh, Attorney General James says in one breath she never claimed while running for office that she was going to get Donald Trump. Uh, and then, as you know, more than a dozen videos have surfaced of her during the campaign season saying exactly that. Like the people of America have no collective memory uh, and no ability to search the Internet. Uh, it, it's, it's really, really, really strange. Well, I, I certainly agree. And you mentioned this, the, the story that's coming out about somehow, some way, uh, President Trump's lawyers didn't check a box, but that's a bunch of garbage. They keep posting uh, this document from the trial, um, and and it says trial without jury with a check mark. And they keep saying, you know, Alina Haba did or didn't do her job right, or President Trump didn't do his job right. But then under it, it says filed by attorney for plaintiff. Well, President Trump is not the plaintiff uh, in any way, shape, or form in this situation. So I put this on my Truth Social, and I say people keep posting pictures of this document where it says President Trump and his attorneys asked to not have a jury, but they hilariously fail to realize that this was filed by the attorney for the plaintiff, not President Trump or his attorneys. I think some people are, quite frankly, just idiots. We live among a country of idiots. People are so um, uh, just dumb that they continue to not realize what is actually going on, that this is indeed uh, a, winch, a witch hunt. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, and, and I think that they're failing to realize that uh, even if they try and pull President Trump away from Iowa or Ohio or any of these uh, places that he needs to win this election, 
you know, his numbers continue to go up and everyone else's continue to go down uh, because people realize that this is not, uh, uh, you know, this is a political thing, Roger. Well, people uh, obviously need to be very, very cautious about what they see in social media. Let me give you an example. Uh, there's a, a, a great Roger Stone on Facebook. Uh, whoever this person is seems to be getting more and more followers every time I check. The problem is he isn't me. I have nothing to do with this account, and I don't know who does. But whoever is posting it takes material from my ex formerly Twitter account, cross posts it over to uh, to Facebook to give the impression that it's me. And then the next thing you know, they're putting words in your mouth as if it is you. Yes, I have filed numerous complaints, as have friends and members of my family, uh, yet that profile is still there. Uh, there's another one on X that's almost a carbon copy of my real profile, which is Roger J. Stone Jr., Roger J. Stone Jr. Uh, but uh, it, it, it again, I've filed complaints, yet it remains there. So uh, you have to be very, very careful uh, about social media. And then Telegram, to me, which I always kind of liked, uh, is, uh, is a mystery. Uh, the more I post there, the lower the number of people following me seems to drop. I can't quite understand that whatsoever, but I do follow uh, Laura Loomer there, seems to be quite successful. I follow uh, Marco Polo and uh, Garrett Ziegler there. Uh, his, uh, his feed is always informative and, frankly, quite hysterical. So uh, I'm not going to leave the platform, but I do question, to a certain extent, um, why I am moving backwards. Uh, Alex, you're back in college now. You're back in school. Uh, I'd like to get some feel for what's going on in the campuses. In other words, we have this massive uh, national disagreement, let's call it. Uh, but uh, your contemporaries, do any of them see what you see? Do many of them see what you see? Do none of them see what you see? Well, Roger, I'm, I'm lucky enough and blessed enough to go to a small private Christian university uh, where I'm studying to be a, a pastor, go into ministry. And, uh, and so the, the school is generally conservative. There's some, you know, more liberal people here and there. And, uh, and I think that's a case for every institution that you might go to. Um, but, but there are many people in my college who are very awake, who do know what, are, what is going on uh, all over the world. Um, the president of the university is a great man who I actually share uh, the same first name, Alexander, uh, with, and I've talked with him many times. And, uh, you know, a few weeks ago when there were rumors about COVID-19 shutdowns again, I said this to him. I said, listen, there, there's rumors about this. And, and he said to me, Alex, we are never closing down our college again. The first time was a total scam and it's never, ever happening uh, again. So I know that the leadership in the university is you know, a very, very awake and they know what's going on. Uh, but there's also some students who do as well. And I've been able to find those uh, people. And, and it's refreshing to be able to see people my age who, you know, who are awake and uh, who support the causes that I support and, and, and who care about the things that I care about. Um, I, I don't want to go to a cesspool of 
of, of, of liberalism and indoctrination like many um, young people do go to places like Arizona State University or uh, Texas Christian or any of these other places. You know, I, I want to go to college and get a good biblical uh, education where I can learn uh, real facts about the Bible and real facts about history, which I um, am just about to finish my first uh, American history course. Um, and the, the professor there, he is a retired colonel in the United States Army and a great patriot and there's great patriots all over my college. Uh, so th there are young people that exist who, who do know what's going on, Roger, and, and I'm, I'm sure you're uh, very pleased to, to hear about that. Uh, a quick matter of politics. Um, I think I was among the first in the country uh, to predict that Robert F. Kennedy Jr., scion of the Kennedy family, the son of Senator Robert Kennedy, who was uh, tragically murdered on the night of his victory in the 1968 California Democratic presidential primary. And of course, the nephew of President John F. Kennedy brutally murdered in Dallas, Texas on November 22nd, 1963, uh, was uh, going to bolt the Democratic Party uh, and run as an independent. Now, uh, I confess that I'm not a close friend uh, of, of uh, Robert Kennedy, although Many, many on X would like to say otherwise. No, I'm not advising his campaign. No, I did not urge him to run. Uh, no, I, I'm supporting President Donald Trump. Do I like his position on health freedom? Yes. Do I agree with him that we should seal our southern border? Yes. Do I think giving uh, $2 billion to the, uh, the maniacal uh, Iranian regime would be a huge mistake, as he does? Yes. Uh, do I have great skepticism about the war uh, in Ukraine? Yes. Uh, but I also uh, try to look forward uh, as an independent, given the issues that he's stressing and the fact that he doesn't talk much about his uh, pro-abortion position. He doesn't talk much about his uh, pro-climate uh, agenda uh, position. Uh, I think at this point, at least, and this is a giant if, if he can get on the ballot as an independent in enough states to uh, represent 270 electoral votes and theoretically win, at least on paper, um, I believe his votes, if he continues to stress the same issues he is now, probably pull slightly uh, more disproportionately from Donald Trump. Uh, again, it's early. Uh, one of the interesting things here that surprised me was that Dr. Cornell West, who uh, is the progressive uh, black intellectual uh, who was pursuing the Green Party nomination, has announced that he will now seek to get on the ballot as an independent, which in my view is much more difficult than the potential of getting on the ballot uh, on the Green Party. Uh, I think both of these candidacies have... Uh, the potential to have a disrupting quality, uh, but I think it's a mistake to jump way ahead and just assume uh, that both of them or either of them will be on the ballot. Remember that those who write the laws governing how you get on the ballot as an independent, well, those laws are written by Republicans and Democrats working together to make it as difficult, uh, as arcane, as labor-intensive, as experience, uh, pardon me, as uh, labor-intensive and as expensive as possible, 
and they work to truncate the period uh, in which you have to collect the necessary signatures, and you're dealing with 50 different state laws. There's not one uniform federal standard because we don't run elections on a federal basis, at least not at this point. So uh, I wondered if you had, uh, in the few minutes we had left, any thoughts uh, on the uh, Robert, Kennedy, Robert Kennedy candidacy? I think Robert is a very uh, smart man. I, I know that he's been to a couple of the Reawaken America tours, uh, which both of us have uh, been part of for a while now. Uh, I think he's very smart, very uh, good man. Um, he is anti-establishment, which I, I, you know, I, I'm for anyone who is anti-establishment, which is why they're trying so hard to keep him off of the ballot, not give him Secret Service protection, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, like you said, on many of the stances that you agree with him on, I also agree with him on. Um, but as you um, mentioned, it, it might be too early to say this, but my concern as well is that he will pull disproportionately from uh, President Trump rather than Joe Biden, um, which is my concern. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with that yet, um, considering the fact that he might not even make the ballot because um, they're try trying to do everything in their power to keep him away from that. Uh, but overall, I think, you know, at this point, I would rather have Robert F. Kennedy as president than many of the Republicans on that debate stage. I think many of them are, are cowards. Um, I think many of them uh, are in it for themselves. And Robert F. Kennedy is a man who is anti-establishment because the establishment killed his father and his uncle. Uh, I would rather trust someone who I disagree with on some things than someone who is very, very clearly uh, establishment. And, uh, you know, Robert F. Kennedy uh, does not fit the establishment sort of uh, way of life. Two things I didn't know until recently. One was that when the other members of his family, his uncle Ted Kennedy, uh, his uh, cousin Caroline, uh, and others supported uh, Barack Obama for president, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was a strong supporter of Hillary Clinton. He supported her again in uh, 20. Uh, I guess it would have been 2020, uh, and uh, he uh, was also a, a pretty aggressive progenitor of the Russian collusion hoax, which turned out to be a fraud. Uh, I do think he's a good man. I mean, I think he's honest. Uh, uh, the best thing about his campaign is him. I like the fact that he uses uplifting, positive, uh, unifying rhetoric. He's not trying to divide people. He's trying to uh, he's trying to unite people. It's just too early to see how this all plays out. Uh, as uh, someone who's a political junkie, I will be interested, as you will, to follow it. All right, we are out of time. Uh, let me thank my adopted nephew, Alex Stone, uh, for joining us. Show us that, uh, that Mike Lindell bobblehead. I was completely unaware of this great product. There you go. You have to have one of those, folks. So, Go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code STONE to get your very own Mike Lindell bobblehead as well as your brand new MyPillow 2.0. Whether it is the all-season slippers, the MyPillow sandals, uh, the MyPillow throw blankets, the MyPillow waffle blankets, the mattress toppers, uh, the six-piece towel set, 
the uh, famous uh, Giza or Percal bed sheets. There are many, many great products at MyPillow.com. And Mike Lindell needs your help now more than ever before, uh, as do we. So please uh, go to MyPillow.com. And when you do, use promo code STONE. A very special thanks to Dinesh D'Souza for joining us on today's show, as well as uh, my adopted nephew, Alex Stone. Uh, Until Monday, God bless you and Godspeed. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. 